You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 4, Episode 9 through 10, Long Day's Journey and Awakening. The creepy girl's warning that the answers among you causes mistrust among the gang when Gwen Raiden drops by to help. Their efforts are thwarted when the beast succeeds in blotting out the sun, leading Angel to realize that the one person who can help has been locked away since Buffy Season 2. That was very uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, I'm Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. I am Illyrio. And I'm Christian. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, Christian. Good to have you here. Thank you for staying up so late in Denmark. From Denmark. Yeah. Uh, You never guessed it before, have you? Nope. Uh, Okay. But yeah, it's it always uh, uh, listen to you so so long time. So you feel uh, familiar to me, but <laughs> it, uh, it not it does not go the other way. So maybe not, but not yet. Uh, it's always good to have first time guests. Thank you. Your favorite, by the way. <laughs> you can say no. Gabby. Can say, say Gabby. Gabby. It's always Gabby. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you guys don't need to do that. We know it's me. <laughs> now, before oh, we get started God. on the new episodes, uh, we forgot something last week, which was uh, to do to read the feedback. We got a couple emails in, and uh, Jeez, also some can... people were so testy about that. <laughs> yeah, I think Ray joking. was joking. Joking, <laughs> Kim, you weren't here uh, last time either, so um, feel free to comment on these emails as I'm reading them. Um, if I may interrupt, Kim, how come you haven't quit the show? Um, well, I was about to <laughs> blow up yesterday when I uh, I was emailing Robin. I was like, you know, I'll save it for the podcast. Um. Last week, I think it was serendipity that kept me from the podcast because which episode was it? Um, Apocalypse Nowish and Habeas Corpses. Yep. Yeah. So Apocalypse oh, Nowish wow. took me about. <laughs> honest, it took me. It took me three times to watch it because I. I honestly, I kept falling asleep right <laughs> when, like, I kept falling asleep when the rains when the sky started raining fire. Oh wow! So and, and so and so I'm like, oh, okay, oh, I gotta watch it again. So I started the episode again, fell asleep again in the same spot, and then I was like, I forced myself to stay up and watch it, and I was absolutely mortified <laughs> when I watched at the end. And I was like, ooh, I got some stuff to talk about on Redemption Cast. Mm-hmm. And then when we set to record, I was locked out of my place. Because there was a a blackout about a three radius block from where I live. It was out for 15 hours. And I got in. Luckily, there was a service elevator. I got back to my place, but I had no power, no internet. And then I was like, someone's telling me I shouldn't discuss this episode. (laughs) Because (laughs) I was so angry. 
I was so disgusted. And I was about to just throw in the towel and be like, guys, you take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> it was beyond uh, gross. Let me read uh, Bruce's email here and feel free to comment, Kim, on anything that Mm -hmm. uh, he's talking about here. So he says, this is one of my favorite two-parters in the entire series. Lots of stuff going on. Some questions answered, more questions raised. Also, some things that some people find, quote-unquote, icky. (laughs) Speaking of which... That dream sequence still fools me until about halfway through. When we're watching a dream or hallucination, now we're talking about the first dream. <laughs> the one where yes. uh, they got, uh, okay. Uh, when we're watching a dream or hallucination, they usually give us a clue that things are not what they seem, but not this time, as far as I can tell. Gun not allowing Fred to make her own choice a couple episodes ago doesn't seem to be working out too well. Angel should invest in, should invest in a rocket launcher. Um, that one camera <laughs> angle in through the diner window really reminds me of a similar shot in the Avengers. Mm. More, mm-hmm. More dead lawyers, but Lila makes it out again. Too bad for Gavin. Any any last words for Gavin, Kim? Oh, see you on the island. <laughs> uh, see, you, see you another life, brother. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and he finds fishes zombies, just throwing a few zombies, and it's a lot of fun. So thanks for that email you sent, Bruce, in uh, July 9th. Oh, a month ago. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to say we're not <laughs> timely. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's good last... that Bruce shares my opinion. It is not, I mean, yes, it is icky. Yes, yes, it's icky. But mm. it's so good because, like, no, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, because like the father son, I mean, it's just, disgusting. Oh, it's so good that they're in competition with each other, uh-huh. and they're really not. But uh, okay, <laughs> I, I have to say I, I'm on the pervert side, so so I cannot see so much problem with it. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's, what, a, that's one way to put it. Cordelia was uh, saw a baby, and and then she she's a totally different person. There was no, the body was different. There was no no personality from the baby, and so on. So it's they are they they know they are the same people, but they are not the same people, physical and mentally. Hmm. So yeah. So, wait, so, I find it weird. Wait, Christian, are you saying that you're okay with, like, you're not icked out by it? No, it's, I'm not. See, you're bringing your, your European non-puritanical. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not, it's not icky. I mean. It is icky. It All is right. icky, but. But we have to understand that. You know, yes, Buffy Summers in the in the YouTube chat says it's icky. Bruce says it isn't too late for the father to kill the son. <laughs> <laughs> I think you misspelled son, Bruce, unless you did that. I'm saying, can I just remind everybody there is uh, less of an age difference between uh, Cordy and Connor than Angel and Buffy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> this is true. But right. she never... But... but Angel never held Buffy when she was a 
newborn baby. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that could have happened. All right, let me uh, let me read uh, Ray's email because you know he gets really upset if you don't read him. So. <laughs> uh, he said. First off, I want to get the Cordy and Connor thing out of the way so that I can move on. Basically, I hate everything to do with Connor and Cordelia and them sleeping together is so gross and weird. I mean, she was changing his diapers not that long ago. I don't Thank think there are many fans of the show that like this development at all, and I'm with the majority on oh. that one. I'm sure that you guys um, will talk a lot about it, so I'm just going to move on. Go ahead. Changing someone's diapers does not preclude you from having sex with them. <laughs> it's something I have learned when I had the internet. move on besides that i like the dark vibe of these episodes the beast has such an ominous presence presence i almost said ominous president for some reason reason that they spend most of the time either being scared of his impending arrival or being terrorized by him once he arrives his motivations still aren't very clear but what is clear is that he seems fairly unstoppable at this point and he's bringing terror and death with him wherever he goes the aftermath of the Wolfram and Hart murder rampage is really devastating and dark for a network show I know that the Wolfram and Hart employees aren't the best people in the world but it's shocking to see them all get murdered in that fashion especially since Wolfram and Hart have been such a big part of the show since episode one Although I do feel like the zombie thing is a bit unnecessary and feels like too much. It does lead to a funny conversation between Angel and Connor about what a zombie is, though. And I guess zombie lawyers is an upgrade over the zombie cops from the thin deadline. But <laughs> zombie <laughs> Gavin is no Olivia Moore either. No. That's an iZombie reference. I don't know if it was the way it was cut or what. But I also found it weird that it looked like Gunn sacrificed himself to save Fred and Wesley and then just opened the door a couple of minutes later and was fine and didn't talk about that either. Or didn't talk no. about it again. <laughs> uh, maybe it was just me, but it just felt weird because he was about to be swarmed and he barely has a scratch on him when he pops back up. It's kind of weird. Maybe he's now also, a zombie. <laughs> also, it, there, there was a deleted scene. I mentioned it. I don't know if uh, anybody remembers, but uh, basically Gunn comes back in and he pretends that he was bit and then like lunges at them and then then it's just like, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But they took that scene (laughs) out for some reason. Uh, (laughs) Also, I'm loving Wesley in these episodes. He decides to get himself together and dump Lila, although their role-playing session in the first episode was a lot of fun. I've grown to really like Lila as a character, but Wesley needed to get focused and get back in the fight for good with Angel. I don't even mind the bickering between him and Gunn because I'm just happy to see everyone together again. And even though Wes is done with Lila, he seems to be keeping the stubble and contact lenses of dark Wesley. Overall, if you take out the Connor and Cordy stuff, these are pretty decent episodes. They aren't going to be on any best of lists. But they do a solid job of settling a grim tone and establishing the beast as an enemy. Thanks, Ray. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray did not email about this week's episode. I'm just thinking we've let him down, and hopefully, we'll win him back. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know the the lack of Lala in these episodes that we're covering tonight. Like it's obvious. Like we miss Lala. I don't. We got Alexa. I don't. Baby. I don't. <laughs> we got we got leather pants, midriff exposing Electra or whatever her name is, Raiden. 
Gwen Raiden. Yeah, I asked Mayor Smith. Mayor? Mary? Mayor? Mayor. I asked her on Twitter today, like, the... The writer of this episode, guys, by the way. Oh, sorry. Where this character came from, because she, you know, originated her in... uh, What episode was that? Oh, uh, Ground State? Ground State, State. like the second episode. And she was... I was just saying, she's very comic booky. And she said, yeah, that was her intent. She wanted to create her own superhero complete with origin story. Raiden is obviously Uh the Japanese god of thunder and lightning. I wanted a hero. Obviously. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know either. Uh, All I could come up with was X-Men. Yeah. And I wanted a hero who wasn't particularly into the greater good until she met Angel and the crew. So she wanted somebody who could be turned to the to to do good take her powers and do good and um oh and also she said you can also put her down as canonically bisexual since nick is is not just her butler in her mythology and i swear i cannot remember the butler i do not remember the butler it's sugar from survivor yep i don't know what that means I'm gonna have to go back and watch that episode. She was remember. on Survivor. Her name was Sugar. She was yeah. blonde. She's Jessica Kuiper. Yeah. Who? I don't know either. <laughs> um. All right. So let's start talking about Long Day's journey, though. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe Christian can start us off on where because we're not doing like full recaps anymore. So where do you want to start? What do you want to first talk talking about, Christian? No pressure. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What'd you like about this episode? What'd you not like? Uh, uh, Gwen, uh, it was funny when you talked about her, I thought thought she was a good character, but she was a crossover character. I don't think she uh, feel uh, native to this universe. Uh, Uh uh, I like her, but she's not totally fitting in with the rest of the story, I think. Uh, I totally agree. She feels a little out of place, just a little. Yeah, and I was I was talking to Steph about this. I think Steph agrees with you, uh, and, I, and I was mm-hmm. thinking how she's kind of like this. You know, like everybody's everybody in in like the lobby or whatever hotel lobby has got you know their aggressions with each other, inner dramas, past histories, and stuff, and then, then just comes Gwen into the mix, and she's just this. I don't know sexy girl who can hold her own and I don't know, flirting left and right. And especially in this episode where Cordy is obviously threatened by her. <laughs> well, what I, f- the, the out of placeness, um, she belongs in a universe with Adam, mm. right? It's very sci-fi. Mm. And this show, uh-huh. these shows, right? Poten- uh, <laughs> potential cast and redemption cast. <laughs> Buffy and oh, yeah, Angel. These shows are not sci-fi, right? They're, they've never really been science fiction. I mean, sure, we had... What, what, what was the episode with Moloch who was seducing Willow through the internets? <laughs> I Robot You, Jane. I Robot You, Jane. Classic. But that was a demon, Ted. Right? <laughs> Ted, but the thing is, Ted... Ted is like the only one that didn't feel... I, a reminder, everyone, I loved Ted. I thought that episode was great. But 
it was because I didn't see the swerve coming. I thought he was just an obsessive, controlling, awful stepdad figure. It turns out he was a maniac robot. And you know, that's right. And, and Buffy Bot, I guess, felt a little bit yeah, out of place. Yeah, boring stuff. Yeah. No. So there is a little bit of, once they go into kind of sci-fi stuff, it does feel odd. But at the same time, we're so used to vamps being just normal on these shows. That yeah. Kind of interesting to see what they kind of throw at us and what they give us and what they bring about. And I, I'm, I'm happy that Gwen was in this episode. I actually like that character a lot. I think a character that is, um, uh, incredibly uh, strong and powerful and self-willed and self-reliant and independent for you know, I guess tragic reason reasons, but is really just on her own is really great. Um, especially when you contrast it with this whole co- collective that has to always, you know, they always work best when they're working together, right? Mm-hmm. Just like Angel. I like her, but she does feel a little bit, she does feel a little bit forced, mm. but not in a, not in a faith kind of way. Sorry, Robin. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's relentless. <laughs> but I, I she's, she just feels a little, uh, again, a little forced on us. Um, I still don't know what her purpose is yet. Um, maybe she will have one that's going to be like, ah, okay, great. But yeah, that's what I agree. I'm waiting. To, I'm willing to. I'm open minded. I'm waiting to see what happens. But from my recollection, I can't. I, I'm. I feel like she was. She was very unsatisfying as a character. One idea that yeah, I think she... might have helped out is what if instead of at the beginning of an episode, we see her parents, you know, punk her off to some orphanage or whatever. She's actually, we don't get that stupid origin story, but we, but the way we're introduced to her is she's one of Wolfram and Hart's agents. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would have worked better. You know, I think yeah. that would have worked yeah. better. Yeah. If she'd been more involved in the story. Yeah, also it's just like come from out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they were secretly hoping that she'd get her own spinoff show because she comes from her uh, her own universe. She's got her own little Gwen cave and, and like yeah. all this different stuff. She's got her own powers. She's got but that's the whole thing cave. about it. It's like she was it's like it's like she was introduced because you're like okay we're introducing her because we're going to move mm. her somewhere else where. And then you're going to find out what she's about. But it's like, guess what? We got to like her first, you know, like, <laughs> you or, know, or if, they, or if I, they were like, uh, th- actually, this is a character from a different show. We're crossing over. You don't know that show. though. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just came out of nowhere. And like, yeah, she looks like she looks, she looked too like paint by numbers put together of that era like everything she wore head to toe was pure nineties. Every girl in my high school dressed exactly like that you know <laughs> and and her maneuvering around in those pleather pants I'm like that's so uncomfortable i'm thinking like she must be so like that's not <laughs> that's not something she should yeah. be wearing to go fight demons but hey she's a badass show. and she's a thief she's she got tons is. of money so she's able to put herself together like a 90s girl would <laughs> was she do you think she brought onto the show to 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 be like a Buffy, yeah, maybe, or I don't know. I just not necessarily they... Buffy, but yeah, I just figured they kind of wanted someone new in the mix. 
you know? Yeah. And somebody who's not like a part of all this. I mean, that's just what I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, uh, episode has her being the first person to figure out about the beast collecting things and that this uh, little girl in the white room was actually a part of a set of uh, uh, totems totems that served Ra. So, mm-hmm. a Ra Gotta text, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, that whole part of the story, <laughs> I adored. I adored all the totems getting killed off, them looking for the totems. When it turned Uh out that one of the totems was actually that character that Angel portrays sometimes with his (laughs) Hawaiian shirt and his stupid hat. Herb Saunders! I'm so glad you caught that! Oh my god, that was totally Herb Saunders. Uh, That was great, and he's such a gross perv. Uh, Wanting lap dances. Yeah, he wants lap dances. like, Dude, seriously, um, I gotta say that this that whole part, uh, figuring out what's going on and what he's taking, and and the fact that he's killing off all of these totems was really great. I I really adored that. I, I the last couple episodes, I was like, man, this demon thing is doesn't really look quite right. It it kind of looks cheap, but they didn't really show him. Yeah, like the beast. Okay. I mean, they didn't really show him. Uh, in in his entirety, which helped, I think. Every time I see those feet, though, I cringe because they just look awful. But uh, the goat, goat legs, you know, it's yeah, you know. So you know, discount faith helps out our uh, LA Scoobies. Uh, and it was it was a fun it was a fun episode. I really enjoyed it. I did not expect. Uh, I did not expect. Uh, what was his name? Herb Saunders' actual name in this episode. Manny. Well, no, but, but man, manjet, manjet, yeah. you know, uh, manjet. I did not expect manjet <laughs> to be uh, so hilarious and endearing. I totally uh-huh. expected him to be murdered <laughs> in that. <panic. laughs> can I? Yeah. Can I just discuss? So, Christine, my 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 lovely partner, and I, um, she doesn't really watch these because she doesn't have time to watch Buffy or Angel, but. I was watching at home rather than at lunch at work. <laughs> and uh, she was like putting laundry uppers on there. I don't know, but we started watching it together. And after I took five minutes to catch her up on all the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to hear that conversation. Herb, Herb, Saunders, Herb Saunders goes into that panic room and Christine's like, well, can't the demon just materialize wherever the fuck he wants? <laughs> I don't think he's got that power. Or maybe no, it's not one no. that's been shown on the screen. Guys, guys, come on. What he 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 doesn't he just appear or does he have to walk places? He knocked on Connor's door. I mean, he's polite. Oh, that got me so mad. Why the f is he knocking? He <laughs> <laughs> likes to make an entrance. <laughs> but yeah, is he cross? Like in my imagination, I was like, "How is this monster like getting around town? <laughs> Do people see him?" Well, it's too early for Uber. <laughs> so, so is that what you're thinking? A, that I bet you he has a. That ten- he did. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think he has a ten speed. <laughs> So do you think he materialized in that panic room? No, I think Angelus let him in. So Angel is a sleeper agent. So you're on Connor's side. 
I don't know about ever being on that piece of shit side. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, Never. Sorry. Record. Connor, Connor is just this much better than Don. Because we actually saw Connor be born, get taken away, and there's time dilation as an explanation. <laughs> Connor was born. He got disappeared to another dimension. The time dilation explains the age difference. Cordy's still really gross to have sex with him. But the idea... Christian, I'm sorry we're so judgmental. It's okay. Uh, but the idea that, uh, you know... I have no uh, problem with her having sex with a younger guy. Yeah. It's just Connor. It's yeah. Connor. Yeah. It's... Ugh. I mean... Little Pete. Who... So, so okay. So, let's discuss. Who would have let the demon in then? If it wasn't Angel slash Angelus. I mean, any of them. Yeah. Right. But Angel and Cordy were the ones sitting in that room, right? With, yeah. Was the panic room behind them? Yeah. Or he, or he materialized, or uh, he opened the door for him. Manny opened the door for him because of something. It's not really known yet. You know. But so, yeah, so that is actually weird because I mean, did he knock himself out? Did he pretend to be knocked out? And is it's not that Angelus is controlling Angel? Like that's not what we're saying, right? Who who spiked their drinks? They didn't answer this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they didn't answer this. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Okay. Is Cordy yeah. a double agent? It was Connor, guys. He's evil. <laughs> Connor's not evil. He's just pathetic. Gun seems to be pointing. Every a bad thing soon. that happens. It's Connor. No, 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 no. Connor, look, no. Connor. I'm starting to warm All up right, to Connor. It was Don. It right was now. Don. I'll say it right here. I'm starting to warm up to Connor. I think Connor, no. as a nope. character, and his nope. relationship with his dad, and the relationship nope. with the LA Scoobies is actually growing on me. I don't hate Connor. I, um, I, I get think... really irate when he calls Angel Dad. <laughs> like it Those just, are my favorite it, bits. Because it gets like... under my, he's like, Dad, Dad, Dad. Like wh- first when he was doing it, I thought it he was doing awful. it in a manipulative way. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, he does it because he knows that Angel will do anything to pull on the heartstrings. Because he's like, yeah, oh, he wants me. He, yeah, because at first he was to... being real phony with it. He was phony. Exactly. And then I th- another time when he said dad, I think it was, well, we'll get there, but I think it was uh, a manifestation of what was, but that I'll get to that theory later. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, what did you guys think about, skin. what did you guys think about uh, the uh, connection between uh, Gwen and Gunn? There was Gunn actually, Gwen confided in him her whole Origin story, if you will, and uh, yeah, that he wasn't paying attention to <laughs> because he was, yeah, he was so uh, self absorbed, yeah, thinking about how Wesley and oh my and god, Fred are having this sexy, nerdy energy between. Oh my them. god, can we can we discuss at how how horrible Gun is as a human? <laughs> so, guys, let's say that you're in a relationship with someone. But this is every oh, TV man. show. This okay. is not just... Yeah, okay, I get it. Like, why do they continue... Like, I hate this so much. I hate I hate what? this everywhere. I hate it everywhere. Uh, I'm going to be jealous watching it. because yeah. my, my girlfriend 
uh, is spending time with someone who isn't me, and he also has a penis. I started watching, don't ask me why, I started watching Party of Five on Netflix. Oh, yeah. <gasps> this show is so horrible. And every time someone gets into a relationship with someone in one episode, the next episode, when they introduce another somebody of the same sex, they're like, jealousy just flares out of everybody's eyes. I'm like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, I think That's societally, I th- yeah, I think that drama in television and movies was soap operas, melodrama was all based on a lot of jealousy and I think a lot. We're kind of moving away from that. Oh, I certainly hope so because it's just gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's childish. It's very it's immature. It's so. easy to write. That's the thing. It's easy mm-hmm. to progress the story along because you can't have you can't have someone happy all the time. There's no conflict. There's nothing who wants right. to watch a drama where everybody's happy all the time? People want to see them struggle. You know, that's the morbid part of, you know, they want to see the conflict get resolved because otherwise mm-hmm. what, am, what am I doing watching, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. and I think now really good drama has it steers away from that into different areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, not all the characters somewhat stressed and behaving badly. Uh, they are not performing perfectly. Uh, uh, so Fred was also so a little bit wishy-washy. Uh, uh, they, they, they are in stress situation, so they are, they are not looking good right now. They are losing and, and taking out uh, their frustration on the others. Uh, mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, it, it's always going to be more uh, all of the drama, all of the tension is always going to be uh, heightened when things are going poorly, especially sure. that there's actually an, an apocalypse going on. <laughs> Which I'd like to take a moment and discuss why is everyone so calm? Isn't there fire raining down from the sky and um, it, it's not like mass hysteria? I was I was expecting some mass hysteria to be depicted. In these episodes, yeah. it really wasn't. Was was it just as simple as budget? Or I don't actually have any uh, trivia for you in that regard. I, I maybe they just didn't have enough time for it. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was weird. Like they made it sound like this beast was going to destroy the sun. Mm-hmm. There was no longer going to be a sun, and if there's no sun, you know that Freeze. would be. Catastrophic, <laughs> but mm-hmm. all he really did was blot out the sun because in Sunnydale, life is going up. Like, what's going on in Sunnydale yeah. at the moment? Uh, uh, it's the episode it was, potential. Wasn't it? It's the episode potential. I'm not sure what's going on in that Ooh, episode, potential. but it's probably something to do with the potential. But didn't they say <laughs> it was just? The light would just the sun would just be blocked out over LA. Didn't they say that on the news? Yeah, just an yeah, LA anomaly. First, just LA, and then it spread. Which mm. what? That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Magic. Yes. Just over magic. LA proper. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, I was super shocked and surprised when the name Angelus was brought up. 
I know. I, right? I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for you guys. <laughs> I think it's amazing that we're in season four. Uh-huh. And this is the first time, you know. Yeah. We got some. Well, some... Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just to say, there is some discussion of like, oh, hasn't Angelus already been on the show in that episode Eternity where that actress spiked his drink and all of a sudden, you know, Cordy and Wesley had to put him down or knock him out and, I don't know, wait till he sobered up or something. Um, but, you know, that's not really, that wasn't really Angelus. It was more like Angel unrestrained in a way. He didn't actually lose his soul. It's complicated. Um, it's complicated, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, Buffy Summers in the chat says, "Angelus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Angelus, we've missed you. So I, sh- I was uh, shocked when the Beast was talking to Angel as if he was complicit, and then when he called him Angelus, yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and when Cordy said it wasn't of the future, it was of the past, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because she saw all that stuff. She, that's why she's so distant from Angel is because that's she why she can't be with terrible, him. Terrible stuff that Angelus did. Right. Sure. Um. So, yeah. Does that's the question? Like, is is the beast somehow controlling Angel through Angelus? Is Angelus somehow awoken in him to uh, at least manipulate him into doing things while he's like sleeping? Or yeah. So that's the weird thing. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. That's really odd. Because, um, yeah, I still don't get how and how Angelo slash Angelus could have been doing anything if Angelus isn't really back. Because he's not. He's just isn't. And how does Angel not remember this? Cordy knows about it. How does Angel not remember right. it? Because he can't remember everything that he did. I mean, that's part of the curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so much shit. Subconsciously, he doesn't realize it. It's gonna be so good. And he has photographic memory sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Correct. Um, so the closing credits have a little thing that says, "In memory of Glen Quinn." Uh, Glen Quinn, who played Doyle, died of a heroin overdose uh, right around the time that this episode was. Uh, Bless him. Mm. Thirty-two years old guy. He was great on this oh. show. Sucks. Heroin sucks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other notes, guys? I have I have one more bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, I like so, the um, I like the fight scene between Connor and um, the beast thingy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the- pretty great. The beam. Yeah, yeah I thought it was. I thought, the stunts, I thought the stunts were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And when he, when even even when he went out the window, it was really good. I was just like that's pretty. Why cool. did the and beast then, have to do his thing in Connor's room? Mm. Why is the why know. is why is the beast drawn to Connor? This show needs to answer that question. It's time. Yeah, well, I can tell you that in the episode Offspring, the Niazian prophecies do foretell that Connor's creation will lead mankind, quote, into darkness. Hmm. So uh, oh. it's it's related. Stephanie, um, uh, have you not seen the engine? The what? Uh, have, have you not seen engine? 
show. I can't remember. She can't remember. Sorry, I remember you have said you have you have seen yeah. it, but uh, sorry. <laughs> Yes, that's but, the problem. Something she's like struggling to remember, then ends up blurting out a spoiler, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> and also, it's it's like been three months since we saw Ground State or something. I can't yeah, yeah. remember back to Ground State. And how I don't know how much long how long it's been since we talked about oh. Offspring. That was when Connor was born. Yeah, um, the, good old days, the, the good old days. Yeah. Uh, so after Connor's thrown through a window, the beast does a ritual, uh, de la habitual in, <laughs> no, a uh, ritual inside the little warehouse loft thing, um, where he eats this orb. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ew. They wanted to do something where, uh, they wanted to just do it in CGI, but they thought that it would look, it would look terrible, this big orb going into his mouth, you know? So they decided to make it out of Jello. Uh, so they made Jello inside a, a racket ball, so it would be the size, so it would be hardened into a ball. They put the black food dye, and uh, as soon as the Jello hardened, they cracked the racket ball around it. And uh, apparently, he ate about four or five of these. They did four nice. or five different tapes. Oh my god! Proving the there's tape. always room for Jello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because the first time he he ate it, they said it lodged in the back of his throat. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and I guess uh, they made they made, made they made a lot of these uh, black orbs because they said the crew ate the rest of them, and oh they were God. they tasted like lime and strawberry. No <laughs> that's good. No <laughs> yeah, they didn't say that. Um, oh, that'd be awesome if they did that. The other point about this, I mean, we talked about it, but I mean, the, a little bit about it. Cord, Cordy acting jealous of Gwen, Angel kind of using Gwen's appearance, like, oh, hey! <laughs> yeah. uh, we're friends, just so you know. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'll, I'll go off with Gwen. <laughs> so. Um, all right, I think that's all I have for this episode. I like Angel's, yeah. Angel's hoodie. It's like he's wearing his gym clothes. Huh. I prefer wearing the hoodie underneath the jacket. Oh yeah, I really like the jacket on top of the hoodie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me. It reminds me kind of like, um, um, uh, like in Dogma, the angels in Dogma, because mm. they all have wear hoodies underneath their jackets. <laughs> what if Affleck played Angel? <laughs> what if? Mm. All what right. If? So- <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to go to uh, ratings or quotes? Uh, How do you want to do this? Ratings. Okay. I'll start. I'm going to give this a, let's say, I really hated it. It bothered me (laughs) because at first I'm like, what's Gwen doing here? Then I'm like, okay, she's all right. Then I'm like, nah, do I really like her? Do I not like her? And then every time I saw Connor, I was like, uh, uh, take away points. <laughs> uh, uh. But then there's that really cool epic fight scene. And I was like, that's cool. But then he kept saying, dad, it's okay. I'm here now. And I was like, oh, barf. <laughs> and then the very last scene is when, honestly, guys, I got a girl boner. And I was like, <laughs> hell, hell yes. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh my god! So I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, wasn't it great to be like, holy shit, I can watch the next episode. <laughs> yes. Like, honestly, the very last line of this episode, I applauded. Like, I almost, uh-huh. I stood up and I was like, yeah! All I've been waiting for. So, yeah. 8 out of 10. Do you have a rating system? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just not kidding. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, speaking of, I didn't get your rating systems for the rating, rating for the last two. Okay. I'm going to say for Apocalypse Nowish, negative three. And what? for <laughs> the one that brings it down. That... <laughs> 6.4. And what was the habeas corpses uh, zombie uh, lawyers uh, let's say six six wow harsh brings it down yeah to i did not i did not i did not like those ones <laughs> okay uh christian what did you think of long day's journey mm, seven out of ten super tramps <laughs> <laughs> okay very nice. Illyria? I thought this episode was wonderful. There was <laughs> action. There was uh, a mystery. Why is he going after them? What's he doing? There was uh, Gwen. I enjoy Gwen. There was Gwen keeping a secret for, you know, capitalistic reasons. Uh, there was a really snazzy, awesome hideout. There was a, a wonderful panic room that served to be basically an abattoir later. Um, and then at the end, we got the most amazing reveal that I never expected. <laughs> oh my god, it was great! Um, yeah, I love fall. this episode. I'm giving this episode um, nine out of ten irresistible cliches. <laughs> okay, Steph, uh, I agree with everybody. There was some boring parts, okay. I was bored uh-huh. with, with didn't it start out with Angel like drawing the beast? Yeah, and there was that whole thing where Gwen is talking to the one of the totems, and he all of a sudden ends up with a hand coming out his chest, and she meets yeah. the beast. It was it started out really slow, but then when Cordy was jealous of Gwen, I was like, "Yeah, that's great." And then when Gunn is jealous of Wesley, yeah, this is great. And then <laughs> uh, you know the big fight in uh, Connor's room. It's great, and then yay, Angela. So, uh, seven out of ten, small yucky man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I dug this episode. I, I forgot uh, about the ending of the episode. I didn't realize that we we uh. have the name Angelus brought up so quickly. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, the end end really makes me excited, and uh, I don't know. Gwen, I love Gwen. She's fun. Yeah, she's on her own show, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, uh, so, I mean, she's no face, but um, so I'm going to give this uh, oh, 8 out of 10 cello shots. What? How many? That's 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 shots? Okay. 7.8 for the episode. And Kim, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh, think awesome. you'd hear yeah. that. 
kurz. Christian, do you have a call? Yes. Demon, okay. The whole nine. Cloven feet, horns and teeth. Uh, he wasn't wearing lame, though. Yeah, the evil <laughs> ones can pull it off. It, 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 it gets camp. That was great. <laughs> I love Lauren. Lauren is awesome. Or is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I don't know this beast. No, but Angelus does. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So good. So good. Kim, you got one? Dad! <laughs> <laughs> good one. Great. That might have been, been stolen yet. This beast. Stuff. Stop. There's only one way we're going to oh. defeat this beast. We need Angelus. I'm sorry, man. We're all taken. Uh... <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't find a good uh... one. I would. I'd open up Facebook to paste one over to you if I could. If I wasn't worried that my laptop was going to crash, mm-hmm. uh, I'll. I'll read uh, one of mine. Uh, who was inside you? I mean, who were you inside? Uh, <laughs> that was so good. That was very good. <laughs> now I just got to quickly grab a plug from the other room and. Uh... Yep. Audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> good, good news. Good news is we discovered the base plan, which is to blot out the sun for all of eternity. You guys got it, John. <laughs> I like the beast's teeth. Yeah, he's got good teeth uh, prosthetics. <laughs> Right. I think I like his whole everything about this beast. The makeup, everything. I like the feet. I don't like the feet. I don't care. Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, is this the episode where Cordy wakes up a brunette again? I think, yeah. I think that's, yeah, it was this one. I was yeah. like, her hair is super dark. Yeah. And I was like, because like, oh, she's obvious. Man. She's preggers. She wants to keep that hair the same. All right. So, oh, and, are we talking about awakening already? There, there's something that I noticed. Uh, when she goes in and barges in on Angel in his room while he was sketching, and she sits down, she taps her pregnant belly. Did <laughs> yes. you guys notice that? Like, yeah, she, she like, draws attention to her belly. Obvious. Like, dude, <laughs> stop being obvious. <laughs> I was worried. Oh my god, is she pregnant with with uh, with Connor's uh, oh, god. child? I I wonder if that. they even considered that. They should have. Oh, God, no. No way. Them crazy. <laughs> no. People, I think people on the show would have just quit the show and not be like, I'm not, I'm not going to be part of this nonsense. Cast <laughs> yeah, crew would have just dropped everything right and left. Uh, <laughs> All right, no, let's she, get to... Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was saying that I, I was part of me was sort of watching to see how they were hiding her belly. And sometimes like, oh, they did a really good job 
up and they were on there was maybe one where I was like, she's obviously nine months pregnant here. <laughs> but <laughs> they did a pretty good job of, of um, hiding it. But you can see it sometimes in her face and her arms that she's like, she's not as felt as she was before, but she still looks amazing. Oh, yeah. She's I, still gorgeous. I didn't even notice. It didn't stand out to me that in these episodes for some reason. I don't know why. They just... I think they I don't think you're, you're not looking for it, too, so... Maybe I wasn't. I mean, before I... I during uh, Apocalypse Now-ish, I, I noticed. Whenever I watch television shows and they shoot, like, one female, like, chest up, and whenever she walks in the room, she's holding a giant bag or she's stuck behind some flowers. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, she's pregnant. Oh, okay, God. <laughs> yeah, and this one, she's wearing a long vest. It's like, yeah. a, ja- it's like a sleeveless jacket. Mm-hmm. And it's furry. So, shall we talk about the overall thing that happens in this episode, and then get into the intricate stuff? I mean, Kim, yeah, you were... I was totally, completely fooled. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, was, I was angry. I was super <laughs> angry at the end, because... Because at first, I was so excited... Okay, I was so excited that we were going to see Angelus, okay? Mm-hmm. And then... When the the soul, what's his name? Um, Wu-Pang. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yep. When they were like, when like, oh, he's not needed because, oh, we can do it another way. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? You just <laughs> told me Angelus was coming and like, you, you pulled this shit on me. And I was so angry that I'm watching and I'm watching. And then at the end, when they do the double switcheroo, I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't stand this. I can't deal with these emotions of like, why are you toying with me by bringing Angelus back and not bringing him? And then now you're going to bring a, you wasted an entire episode where we could have had Angelus. Wasted? It was awesome! <laughs> I was so angry. Like, at the end when he's laughing maniacally, I was just like, this does nothing for me. Like, if, if that had happened, if, listen, if that had happened mid-episode, I'm all in. But they wasted. That's a great. Two, that's an awesome two no. credits moment. Like they go to credits as he's laughing. Oh, it's. I love and it. And then you go back and watch, and you realize this whole no. episode is an angel fantasy. Like he yeah. gets exactly. everything he wants. He gets an apology why, from Wesley. Oh. He gets. Yes. Him and his son are now okay. He gets uh-huh. the girl. Everything is is coming up angel. He gets excessive booby so, traps. That's why I was so. <laughs> doing that you know what i mean like i was like i was just so angry i was like you just wasted 30 minutes of a dream sequence yeah, yeah but it's and it, know, it's like showing the insights of what angel really wants this would be an amazing uh, series finale like you know no, without the angel, just, angelus part in it like he's, he uh, beats everything he makes up with everybody he finally gets cordy <laughs> and and Oh my god, there's a Cordy and Angel love theme that plays as they're finally... The best part of this episode is when he prematurely ejaculates. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I thought we were getting jealous. I was like, okay, here we go. Hold on. The best part is in his dream sequence, in his fantasy, he rolls over and what does he say to himself? Buffy. Buffy. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was fooled. I thoroughly enjoyed being fooled in this episode. I absolutely adored the way 
that they did this. I thought the tattoo on the butt jokes went a little far, <laughs> uh, but they were kind of fine. Um, and uh, it was just uh, wonderful. It was wonderful. The excessive booby traps were totally an angel fantasy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's watching a lot of Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great. And you're right. There was uh, there was an apology from Wesley. He and his son are getting along. He gets yep. the girl. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I was there's, fooled. There's even like this it. rousing speech at the end, and <laughs> and he goes off and he takes on the beast, and oh, it's all amazing. It, like I, I'm watching this, I'm like, I can't believe I fell for this the first time because everything <laughs> is great. It's you know, too good I, to I, be I re- true. I remember being. I think I, I'm. I'm wondering if I had Kim's reaction like when I saw this 15 years ago, because I was like, <laughs> really like, oh my God, the episode before. And that, you know, of course you're waiting a week, you know, mm-hmm. between episodes. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, they're bringing Angelus back. Oh my, oh, well, actually it was in the promos. So <laughs> like this season, oh, Angelus is coming back. So we're, oh, really? we're looking forward to it. Really? You got yeah, spoiled yeah, yeah. like that at the season promo? Yeah. As a matter of fact, the, uh, the promo for this episode uh, showed the very end where Angelus is laying oh, there in boom. the cage and laughing. And so if you're watching this and you watch the promos, you're going, wait a second, he was laying in the cage and that never happened. So that's going to happen. So it's all a trick, you know. Why would they so, do that? Because people are dumb. Because the people that make the des- the, these decisions don't watch the shows. And they don't they care. Over and they they don't only care. want you to watch. They don't care if yeah. you enjoy it. They just want you to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was just so. I, I'm honestly, really I was. Excited. I was irate because I was like, they went through all this to bring this. <laughs> the the so what they call it, the guy give him a soul colonic, soul <laughs> extractor. <laughs> the soul extractor. That was funny. That was great. I, asked, I forgot the like, the gun so good. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, it was like it was too quick. I was like, that sucks. Wow, I, you know, I I'm shocked. I thought you were like, like, less it. impressive. If if he just sucked the soul out but and, and, and like, there's jealous. Yeah, I love you that. Know? Like Fred asked the soul extractor what the you know the uh, the the bottle was, and then the bottle got broken. Mm-hmm. At the end, there's the bottle with the soul in it. I thought that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah, I also yeah. I really like this uh, episode, but I think when I saw it first time, uh, I, I think it's okay to be fooled because there have been some stinkers of episode of Angel. So you, you sure. could think you could think that they are throwing the the plan away and starting with something new because this this uh, ep- uh, plot uh, device you have going with the beast. It does not work, so we're trying something else. Uh, true, true. But yeah, it's my f- favorite episode in this season, and it's I think it's uh, this season's episode because it's for some in some ways it's in capital season four, uh, and I can't really talk about more about it. <laughs> yeah, spoiling us. yeah, and it's uh, gives you it's more satisfying to go back and watch it again and see mm. how yeah. over the top these things are the 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 speech, the hero speech at the end, and 
and when he's getting yeah. the apology from Wesley, it's it's so overwrought. Doesn't have to be that. Yeah, but also that season four. The mole on Wolfpang's side, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's funny. Were you saying yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, season four, like the season, uh, this episode here, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's season four uh, is getting better to see it again because I think season four is one long episode. Uh, it's very serialized. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you you there's. Yeah, there's, there's some plot holes, some giant plot holes, probably, but I think it's hold up when you see it one more time. Mm-hmm. Like this episode here. Yeah. And uh, I'm probably going to talk about it more next time we <coughs> discuss things because obviously we're going to have some sort of Angelus in the next episode. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not, uh, but I just finished watching Buffy season two again, and like, just it's such like a different show. <laughs> Even back then, it was like this, like really, like, like Angels, like, like a man. I can't imagine like if they brought Angelus back the way he was in season two into this into this show with, with the eyeliner and <laughs> you know. The, so uh, I, I don't, I honestly, this is I can't. I, I want to talk about. It. I can't. I can't talk about it. So we'll talk about that next time. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, how's he going to get out of the cage? Does he get out of the cage? Is he going to get? Out Does of the he cage? just stay in the cage? Did they just talk to him through the cage? Bars. First off, <laughs> that cage made me laugh. It would have taken a month oh, yeah. to build that cage, and they did it in 15 minutes. <laughs> Wesley's like, they should have played the A-team torch. theme. Yeah. 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 Bum, Wesley's freaking soldering bum, the bars together. Lauren should have had a cigar. Right. And I love that Wesley didn't tell anybody. He just took off to wherever, the East. He went to go find Wu-Pang's clan. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that we have seen uh, a person like Wu Pang before. Um, in season three of Buffy, uh, the mayor and Faith bring in a mystic that was dressed just like Wu Pang to take Angel's soul in the episode Enemies. And that's the one where Angel pretended he was Angelus to trick Faith into revealing that she's working for the mayor. Oh, I love that. Uh, that's so great. That was a great episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that's the same kind of guy. Yeah, I knew he seemed familiar doing his tai chi over his road keel. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so some so everything up stuff. To, it, oh. Sorry, sorry, Robin. So everything up to when Angel is lying on the table is yep. is is real real time. But then when he lays down and the right before it happens, that's when the dream sequence starts. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, like when he lays down and okay, and when he, all of a sudden that sword comes out and he's trying to stab Angel, that's that's the beginning of the dream. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Oh gosh, don't you know? In the next episode, in like point two five seconds, Angelus is going to kill Wu Pang. 
Like, how does Wu Pang? How is Wu Pang going to get out of this cage? He's a mystic ninja. <laughs> oh, okay. He'll just throw a smoke bomb down and appear on the other side <laughs> yeah. of the bars. <laughs> and then we'll say, "Let's so distract people with smoke bomb." He's locked down, doesn't he? Isn't, huh? isn't he? Yeah, he's strapped in, but those straps down? aren't going to last. Yeah. Yeah. They should last long enough just for him to get out. Mm. <laughs> um, so the pre-dream stuff is fun, too, because, well, I, I wonder if you guys appreciated when Angel finally told Connor to get over it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, that was the best. But that uh, was I like even Cordy as much as anything, right? Yeah. I wrote it down in giant capital letters. Best line. <laughs> um, and uh, the Cordy's, Cordy telling Angel that Angelus is smarter than him. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Angel had a, um, a Fredo moment. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> I can do things. Uh, and uh, let's see. The um, Angel, uh, Angel telling Connor that Angelus isn't his father, uh-huh. and, uh, and to make it, and to swear that he's gonna take care of things. And I don't want to steal anybody's quote, but freaking oh, funny yeah. ass. Connor is just like <laughs> no big deal. That was no the best deal. acting like a teenager I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Some sure crying. my kid would say the same thing. <laughs> well, I had a comment here, like. Um, Connor's teenage angst is too much for me to deal with. I think that's what I wrote down. It's just so oh, oh, there's a part where Connor says, you know, ain't dad, it's always your it's your fault for everything. It's your fault for yeah. this. It's your fault that my life sucks. And then he says, it's your fault that she... And in my imagination, like, I finished the sentence with she won't be with me because of you. Yeah. Did did ever, does everybody agree? Anybody mm-hmm. have any other thoughts? Is um, that obvious and I'm just it's super obvious. <laughs> I was actually wondering at what point is Connor gonna start blaming Angel for Darla dying and him never knowing his mom? Hmm. That hasn't entered into things yet. And yeah. I was kind of thinking wouldn't it be great if when he was talking about she, he was actually about to say it's your fault she died. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she was also a dirty vampire. Yeah, she was awful. She was. I don't syphilitic. think he has. I don't think he has mommy issues as much as his daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, uh, at the beginning of this episode, there is a bit of panic in LA. Uh, this you see the citizens kind of look, looking up at the sun, like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah. More that on that the, later. They just think it's, that was the single lips, scene or... of the most overacting I've ever seen on a show. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all just sitting basking in the sunlight and all of a sudden like <gasps> hands into the air <gasps> where's the sun <laughs> too much for me too funny <laughs> my other note is Wu Pang is a fan of Orange Zinger oh that's a great tea I wish that we saw at the beginning what Angel was singing to Lorne Cause I was just, oh yeah, that was so funny. Cause at first I was like, they're very animated. I'm like, oh, he's singing so he can read him. That's so great. <laughs> what was it? He was singing the night the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> I think that's yes. what they said. 
Yeah, because yeah, uh, uh, Lauren doesn't like Vicky Lawrence. Mm, I don't see some... <laughs> you Google it. Yeah. Listen to it. It's an amazing song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's a great. mystery. It's a story. It's, it's a wonderful thing. It's really great. <laughs> so yeah, there's booby traps. There's stakes. There's great Indiana Jones quotes. The Bosch Mahad made with a tooth of light. This is all just stuff that he's making up in his head. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just yeah. I think we kind of like discussed a lot of this as he just kind of goes through each of his problems. He tells Connor, it was, it's not about you, and Connor says, she was mine, and, and Angel says, no, she wasn't. <laughs> no, no, Cordy says, Cordy says, says no, that. Cordy says, oh, it. Cordy says that, that's right. I didn't write down Cordy. That's right, Cordy yeah. Cordy said it, and I was like, Ooh. Such Angel fantasy. <laughs> Buffy Summers in the oh, chat says, great. she would have loved to hear Angel sing Harper Valley PTA. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a great fight. I don't know if you guys want to talk about any of that stuff. Pretty um, awesome. I mean, yeah, the, now that it's all fake, it's like, meh, sure, whatever. Yeah, cool, when cool. Angel, <laughs> when Angel, di- okay, the the beast destroyed the sword or broke the sword, yeah, and then yeah. Connor uh-huh. like saved Angel, and then he and Angel was able to stick the the blade up through the beast's mouth. It, yeah. I mean, it was a good fight, uh, but it was still kind of anticlimactic for what the beast is supposed to be. It was still yeah. too easy. Uh-huh. So, it was just so easy. Like, yeah, I wonder. I I wondered if, like, you guys were fooled all the way through because I think just man, this is all so easy. This is happening so easily. Well, I was fooled all the way through because it. I, I was already getting tired of this four episode arc. Yeah, I was, I was already like, oh, like finally, when are they going to beat better. this thing? Oh my god, okay, <laughs> finally. Oh, there's a sword? Thank god, let's move it along. Yeah, because... Totally the same way, totally. Well, you know what, the beast the wasn't supposed the to show... Wasn't the, this was moved up because of the way the Christmas break fell? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. I didn't read that, but... Uh... Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think the last episode, Apocalypse Nowish, was moved up, and they moved the Beast into that um, because the Christmas break was coming. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And then they had a several months break between Apocalypse Nowish and Habeas Corpses. But we're we're at the end of January now, two thousand three. Um. I'm not sure if there's anything else. We get the citizens rejoicing. Is that what uh, yeah. to Let's talk, talk about this bullshit okay. scene. <laughs> I'm really happy that it was all in stupid Angel's stupid brain. Because, <laughs> huh? What? With her shopping bag right next to her. Who goes shopping when the sun's blotted out? There was that one guy at the coffee shop. Oh, oh, look, the sun is good. You're at Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> unannounced solar eclipse? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Guys, it's apocalypse time. It's time to go out and, like, you know, fuck everybody. Like, yeah. like when the Luke. internet died on the IT crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world, bitch. Like, what are you doing sitting at a table at a, like, waiting for the barista to bring you your latte or... 
I don't know. That was so stupid. Yeah, why is anybody? Why are people working at that coffee place? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be firing down. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Why are people there. outside? The rain of fire just kind of ended, and then they... why is there no curfew? Yeah, whatever, man. I guess that's what you get for a pre nine eleven world. <laughs> <laughs> What was this post? It was post? This was post 9-11 and people aren't like flipping their freaking fucking out, shit whatever. yeah, and freaking out over the tiniest little thing. Whatever. Ugh. Soft. Anyway, I'm done my rant. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Angel and Cordy hook up. Were you guys like excited Angel and Cordy were hook- hooking up or were you like Ooh, I, I was this. a little bit I'm worried. Because I knew what was coming. And not just Angel super early. But like it's if, been he, a while. If, he, if he has said <laughs> not, according to Darla, not according yeah, to true. Darla and him, right? Not it hasn't been that long. But yeah, for, yeah. for real, it's like I I'm I'm worried because if, if, if he enjoys himself enough. That's why I was like, here comes Angelus. No yeah. pun intended. But and you weren't yeah. wrong. <laughs> You are wrong. No, so, just so not the way that I like. But hold on, hold on, guys. But th- let's let's dissect this whole uh, plan, right? Wu Peng mm-hmm. uh, has Angel imagine and believe that all these things are happening. So you think he, he had him imagine that? Yes, that was all implanted okay. by Wu Peng. Okay. My, my my thinking is Wu Peng implanted all that to get yeah. Angel to feel his. One moment of happiness. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I almost okay, think like okay. I, I don't think he probably implanted the dreams to save no, very angel, but he, no, yeah, he yeah, caused yeah, I mean, the dreams to happen. Yeah, he caused them to happen, but he but I think the entire plan was let's have Angel get to a point in his mind where he's believing he's about to have a, a perfect moment of, of, of true happiness. So yeah, okay. So he kinda be. hypnotized him. Yeah, so he he put him in a trance gotcha. and had him go through this, gotcha. so that the, the 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 pure moment of happiness happens in in in, in his brain. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. A- Angel has that reaction, oh, oh Buffy, because you know he's the premature. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Did he say Buffy? Yeah, he yeah. said Buffy. That was my favorite part. Okay, <laughs> he actually said Buffy. That's probably when I when I. And it's I think it's at that moment when he <laughs> when he had his moment of happiness with Cordy, I think that's the moment where the soul left. And it's just because it was manipulated uh, via a trance by Wu Peng, Wu Peng was able to capture the soul. Gotcha. So that they could yeah. then put it in later with whatever plan they haven't told us about yet. So that's how he I think... He said Buffy? Imagine yes! he was in bed with Cordelia and he, he had said exact, Buffy? It was, after, it was after the moment of pure happiness... He flips over and he has the exact. How I think did it's I the miss exact, that? Because you were pissed. Yeah, I was. And <laughs> it, it was. It was exactly. I. I actually wonder if they. And I, I know they didn't because he looks much older now, uh, for a vampire that doesn't age. But yeah, uh, I, I, I. It was it really exactly was. like when he had those pains and he cried out Buffy's name in. Um, innocence. Innocence. It, Definitely a lot. It's a lot like that. Like he rolls over and he pants and his eyes are bugging out. And he and, says, uh, "Buffy." You know, say Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like a, it's almost like he's remembering exactly yeah. how it happened the last yeah. time. 
Yeah, so when when Wesley says, like, we got to bring in Jealous Hour, are you guys thinking, who's he going to sleep with? <laughs> or are you thinking there's a spell hammer? No, I, I figured Wu-Pang had a plan, and Wu-Pang was uh, going to be able to do something. But when I realized how Wu-Pang did it, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah me too. Under controlled, under, under, okay. under controlled circumstances, uh, tied down in a cage, let's have Angel uh, believe that he's having a true moment of happiness. And gotcha. it, I, I thought it was I thought it was really smart, which I love the episode. I love how they did it. No one it would be no one had to would, get banged. That would be kind of like a Twilight Zone kind of twist on the episode if it all didn't seem like it was rushing the entire season storyline and every arc of the show uh, for a resolution. And then he finally gets everything, and it's like you know, uh, hmm. he's like. Uh, he loses his soul and he turns into Angelus anyway. You know that would have mm-hmm. been kind of a a dark kind of ending. <laughs> For sure, yeah, I would have liked that too. But I really yeah. like this one because it tricked me. Like, there's also that yeah. aspect. I really like the aspect that I was tricked. But yeah. I really thought it was a brilliant plan. This is how you get mm-hmm. Angelus. You 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 have Angel <laughs> have a true moment of happiness under controlled um, conditions. Hmm. It's interesting to compare uh, uh, Wesley and Cordelia and Joas from uh, from Angel's Dream uh, sequence and then the former uh, episodes because they are so different. As in this episode, Angel becomes the perfect father, the perfect leader, the perfect lover, mm-hmm. and see how different the people react. And you can see Gun is not so. Angel is not so close to Gun, so he's not so real prominent. Uh, yeah, prominent. Uh, it's Wesley and Cordelia and uh, Connor. That's his main uh, thoughts and all mm-hmm. concerns. Mm-hmm. And he likes Cordy- Cordelia's hair curly too, because when they finally <laughs> make love, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. curly again. So that's the thing too. <laughs> That I, I I was telling Christine, who was sitting down next to me watching this, I was like, "Why is her hair all curly? What the hell? <laughs> Why is she wearing a different actually, outfit? What's going on?" I went back to look at the screen caps from uh, Waiting in the Wings because that's the last time they got intimate, and this all started to spiral into like Angel Cordy shipping. Uh, whether she looked the same, she doesn't look the same in that episode. I was just I had a theory, but this was something like I personally. After Waiting in the Wings, I was sold. I was like, all right, well, you know, Buffy's on another network. I know that's not something you're really supposed to think about in the story, but I was like, there's not, they're not going to like cross over. So we need, I, I, I'm happy. Cordy is such a good person. I, I kind of want these two to have something happen here. So I've been looking forward to it all the time. So yeah, that, that rug was kind of yanked out from under me as a, a person that was yeah. kind of hoping for Cordy to just come to her senses already, you know, and what the hell is going on with you? Uh, it definitely felt a little weird and rushed. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. Wow. Totally tricked. <laughs> so that's all, that's all the notes I have. Yeah, that was, I thought it was great. Do you want to want me to reach a bit of feedback before we start uh, reading? Please, all please. Bruce. Let's do it. We don't want to forget about Bruce. Um, Bruce. Bruce says, 
seems like a lot of talk in the first episode, but I guess there are a lot of things needing to be explained. I guess that's what you were thinking too, Steph, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> get to it. <laughs> How many jokes about Tahiti in the podcast? I hear it's a magical place. Sorry, we're not huge Agents of Shield people here, so but I get but I hear it is a magical place. <laughs> hey, Green Guy, I had a big crush on Vicky Lawrence. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> I guess the shaman was related to the mage and enemies. Yep, from Mama's house. Yep. Okay, it's the same Vicky Lawrence. Okay. Yep. Mama's <laughs> family. Mama's family. <laughs> Mama's house. Sorry. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know if there's a definitive answer to this, but when Cordelia followed Angel out into the garden, was she using reverse psychology to try to get Angel to change his mind? Or did she really agree with Angel's decision not to allow Angelus out and end up accidentally changing his mind? I guess she could look at it both ways. Mm-hmm. After the shaman starts his spell, I guess we see Angel's actual idea of what he wants or needs to be perfectly happy. That includes apologies from Wesley, Cordelia, and Connor putting his family back together and saving the day. And Cordelia finally putting out. Nicely worked, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, just thinking of... uh, This is me, offsides. Like, like this... uh, the whole thing where Angel like demands apologies from everybody in his dreams just kind of makes me think of like George's dad and Seinfeld. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got a lot of grievances. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of problems with you people. All right, Bruce continues. Then there's a call for Buffy. Is that because of the situation he's in or because of the situation he's leaving the others in? In any case, it feels like there's a big psych out element. But the episode actually delivers what it said it was going to deliver. Oh, boy. Thank you, Bruce. No email from Ray. So, uh, I double-checked. Sorry, Ray. (laughs) So, we want to do ratings and quotes and get the heck out of here? Yep. (laughs) Uh, Christian, you want to start with your rating? Uh, Yes. Uh... 10 out of 10. So jars. Absolutely. So jars. Yeah, on first viewing, I say 7 out of 10, but on second viewing, 9 out of 10. But scriptures. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm giving this 9 out of 10 uh, unnecessary, extra little, easy to tip over tables. I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we had, had discussed this episode yesterday, like when we first <laughs> were going to, I think I would have given it a lower rating. Like, marinating on it for a while and talking to you guys. I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as it was. Like, it's actually pretty good but yesterday i was just so angry because i was so excited to see angelus right away yeah i know right away so it's like okay maybe next episode we'll see more of angelus and hopefully you know i'll get my fix but i was just like there's too many 
fake outs and psych outs and like a lyric thing. Like it was just, it was dragging. And I was like, get on with it. Get on. Oh, here's another thing that they're pulling the rug out from under us. Oh, another thing we've got to wait for. So I was really just sort of like, oh, I'm over this. But mm-hmm. um, if honestly, if we had, if we had rated this yesterday, I would have given it like maybe five or six. Wow. But yeah, because I was, I was angry. Like I was so mad. Oh, I hear you. That's why I was like, "Are you guys ready to discuss?" Or when I said the email, "Ready when you are, guys." Like, I was so excited to, to discuss the episode, and you're like, uh, "It's tomorrow." And I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna give this. Yeah, I'm probably. You know what? I'm probably gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half cages. Like I really, um, uh, I. I honestly, I really warmed up to it after discussing this episode tonight. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Calm down, Kim. It was really good. Like, it really was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this episode. I love it even more now that I've talked about it with you guys. Um, oh, and if I, meant, I forgot to mention that this was written by David Fury and Stephen tonight together. So oh, those cool. two guys uh-huh. uh, working on an episode together is going to come up with something crazy. Um, interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think the only thing, only thing wrong with it is that, uh, it doesn't have Angelus in it just yet. Um, uh, and, but it's still, it's, it's so good. And it, uh, so I don't know. I'm just going to give it 10 out of 10. Cups of orange zinger. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good that one. gives it a 9.1. Yeah. Ooh. Really? Almost second best of the season behind Spin the Bottle. Mm. Oh. Very cool. Mm. Yeah. Hey, that's what we thought. Um, you can let us know what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can join the conversation yes. at the Facebook group. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash potential cast. We have a Twitter, Redemption Cast. And uh, you can check out our website where we release the episodes and such and maybe have show notes at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. Uh, keep everything spoiler free or else. And um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, quote time. Christian, do you have a quote? Yes, Cordelian and Tom's. Oh, I knew you you two would get me in trouble someday. Hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Cordelia <laughs> talking to her boobs was great. Um, <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. I thought it was brilliant and hilarious and cute all wrapped into one. Uh, and it was angel. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, where's mine? Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? There's a sword, a sword to kill the beast. And you wanted to turn me into Angelus by having an evil shaman cut off my head. Not that that wasn't a swell plan, too. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, man, looking back, of course, of course there's a sword to kill the thing. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course there's always. That's, that's the solution you get. We're going to need a cage. Cage. A strong one, about 10 by 12, still at reinforced. Two-inch bars, maybe three. I'll make some calls. <laughs> what he thinks something like that's gonna hold the beast oh. it's not for the beast it's for him so did they put a roof on that cage <laughs> uh, I believe it's implied that it goes up to the ceiling uh, that's a stupid plan 
ceilings or and floors a, are easy to get through. There's a roof. I don't know. I'm not sure. God. What I want is that cage. You don't see it now, but it's in a room with skylights. And <laughs> oh wait, no, it's dark out. Forget it. It's dark out. I forgot. Damn. All right. Sorry. Well, I mean, honestly, they just let him out of the out of the cage after at the beginning of the next episode. Angelus goes away. It's really sure. quick. It's it's he he just right, he walks <laughs> off <laughs> he walks off into the sunset with the Incredible Hulk theme playing. I'm sure. <laughs> hey Kim, did you have your phone? Burns alive and dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dark uh, out. Oh, oh, right, right, of course. Do 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 do. Kim, uh, if anything goes wrong, you'll have to kill me. Okay. <laughs> anything <laughs> all right uh, uh is it my turn good. yet uh yeah sure wood why did it have to be wood <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that was a good uh raiders of the lost ark reference yes so that's what i have here all right. oh i wrote if you see my notes, it looks like a raging mad woman wrote these. Because I have Angelus written like an underlined fifteen times. Uh, I, wrote, I hate I hate Connor so much. Barf barf barf. Someone kill him already. And when I wrote, oh, Amy Acker has a nice haircut. Thankfully, she finally cut her hair in layers to brighten up her face. Like what the hell? <laughs> good observations. <laughs> Yeah, I was really worried. I mean, you guys saw, I don't know if you saw, but uh, I put a comment thread up in the Facebook be- book book group and uh, just turned off comedy altogether. I was, I did not want like the first comment to be like, I'm jealous! Because, <laughs> mm. like, oh. you know, it's I there for feedback, but I wanted you guys to be like, what? At the end of Long Day's Journey. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Just out I usually don't read the comments anyway until I've seen it. Yep, same. That way, uh, so the word uh, jealous kind of stands out. <laughs> True. Yeah. All right. Any more quotes or are we wrapping up? Let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Christian, thank you so much for coming on and staying awake so late. What time is it where you yes. are right now? Three o'clock. Ah, oh, nice. Three o'clock. Perfect time. To, uh, to yeah, Christian is either going to go to bed or he's going to continue plotting the death of James Bond. <laughs> in that chair with that hair, you look like a dashing Bond villain, and I just wanted uh, to tell you that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Christian, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have any shows yourself? This is your cue to pull a cat in from out of nowhere. Yeah, please grab a cat. Uh, um, it's a Kia, Kia. So nice. <laughs> um, do you have anything that you want to plug or promote or announce, or do you have any internet presence or podcast or anything? Nope, nope, nope. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we really you. appreciate thank it. Thank you. We hope thank the wait was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, hey, Robin. Yes. Um, have you have you ever purchased a mattress? <laughs> Why, Illyrium, I have actually recently yeah. received a mattress from Casper the Friendly Ghost. He's an amazing gentleman, and he cool. specializes in beds. Cool. All right. What's on the slate for next time? Uh, next time, we have uh, 34 episodes left of this show. The next two episodes are called Soulless oh. and Calvary. 
Cavalry? Calvary. Calvary? It's cavalry. Like the cavalry like going to ride cal- in and save everybody? Oh, biblical. I think that's the cavalry. It's not Calvary is more biblical, yes. Calvary. Oh, like Cal- Calvary, cal- like yep. where Jesus died on Calvary? If that's where he died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Something makes me think Steph isn't talking about my gardener, Jesus. Um, I don't have a gardener. I don't have a garden. There you go. The truth comes out. So, uh, predictions, Kim? What do you think is going to happen? Find his girlfriend. You just want to see Angelus? I just want to see Angelus cause some shit, stir things up, and make this show show interesting again. So, I. <laughs> it's interesting, but I it we're in a low. That's all. Really? Like, we're in a giant low. No, yeah, we are. Like a low. It sure does. I want something to happen, like some action-packed stuff to happen. Because right. I was waiting for it this episode, and I got duped twice. So I was just like, ah, <laughs> oh, forget this. I just hate we're about I halfway through the episode, season. So my question: I hate getting so invested, and then it's it's a ruse at the end. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> my question it's to you, annoying. Kim, is in the next yeah. episode, Solus. Um, I want to know how much of the episode do you think is going to take place in flashbacks with Angelus and the Beast, and how much is going to take place? You really think so? I think we're going to have a full 50-50 episode. Oh, I hope so. But I think it's going to be all them talking to him and trying to figure out what he knows about the Beast right now. Mm, and he's just going to be in the cage not saying anything and taunting I, them if, if, and getting if them to are, hate each other. If there are flashbacks, if, I don't think yeah. it's going to be back in the day. I think it's going to be in present time where he didn't realize that he was in Jealous. Like, oh, the now. show is- uh, the, They're going to show how it all happened. Yeah. Maybe. All MI5 styles. So yeah. I think they'll never explain that to us. Oh, I, I will promise you that there will be at least one moment in the next two episodes where you're going to say, holy fucking shit, out loud. <laughs> so I think. <laughs> or something related to that. In the episode I called, sure hope so. The episode <laughs> called Calgary. That's what I'm going to call it. Calgary? <laughs> Calgary? Is, Calgary. If it is, uh, if if it is the place where Jesus was crucified, then I think uh, that there's going to be a huge sacrifice, and I think that sacrifice will be gun because Connor? he's a f- gun. He's a murderer, and murderers uh, have to pay a price. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. All right. Hey. Bye, everybody. Hey. Tonight, the broadcast now. Namaste. He was on his way home from Candletop. Been two weeks gone, and he thought he'd stop at Webbs and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolow said hello, and he said hi. What's doing? Wolow said, sit down. I've got some bad news. It's gonna hurt. Said, I'm your best friend, and you know that's right. But your young bride ain't home tonight. Since she's been gone, she's been seeing that Amos boy, Seth. Well, he got mad and he saw red. 
And he said, boy, don't you lose your head Cause to tell you the truth, I've been with her myself That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul and old backwoods southern lawyer Cause the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, Andy got scared and left the bar Walking on home cause he didn't live far See, Andy didn't have many friends and he just lost him one Brother thought his wife must have left town So he went home and finally found The only thing Papa had left him and that was a gun Came upon some tracks too small for Andy to make He looked through the screen at the back porch door And he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood And he started to shake Where the Georgia Patrol wasn't making their round So he fired a shot just to flag him down And a big belly champ grabbed his gun and said Why'd you do it? Judge said guilty in a make-believe trial Slapped the sheriff on the back with a smile Said supper's waiting at home And I gotta get to it That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul and no backwoods southern lawyer Cause the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, they hung my brother before I could say The tracks he saw while on his way to Andy's house And back that night were mine And his chief wife had never left town And that's one body that'll never be found See, little sister don't miss when she aims her gun That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia Oh, oh, oh. that's the night that they hung an innocent man Uh But don't trust your soul and all backwoods of a lawyer Cause the judge in the town got